Hello and welcome everyone for the second episode of 2023 of the Culture Nerd Podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about this new fan campaign that appeared over the last few days on social media, specifically on Twitter, uh, the Sell the Snyderverse to Netflix campaign. Uh, along with that, there's also another hashtag, uh, Sell Z ZSJL to Netflix and Sell the Snyder. There's so many different variations of this, this hashtag. Fans are now campaigning to have DC Warner Brothers Discovery to lease the Snyderverse over to Netflix or sell it or any one of those options so they can have it continue there because it sounds like they the writing is on the wall. They know the reboot is here and Snyderverse is over, but they want it just to continue elsewhere. So we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about if this fan campaign is even possible, if it's doomed to fail from the start or anything in the between. So let's just get right into it. Let's start talking and let's... uh address that big elephant. How you doing, Prime? Look, <laughs> the champ is here. The champ is strong, everybody. About to knock some lights out. Prime, what is going on with the internet? Why do they think they could just create hashtags every day? Hey, it's called freedom of speech, man. People can do whatever they want to do. I mean, hey, whatever floats they boat. I'm not, you know, it's entertaining for me, but whatever that makes them feel better, hey, more power to them. You know, whatever it is that they like. I absolutely <laughs> am entertained by it. This is one of my favorite pieces of fiction to pop up in the last week. Let's get into it. Uh, first and foremost, this is dead on arrival. Nobody behind the scenes is taking this seriously, correct? Correct. Okay. I know that a lot of fans saw the recent Forbes article as validation that they've been heard. It's not the validation you want. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I, before we kind of jump into that, I do want to like kind of let's let's kind of breathe the like clear the air a little bit. I mean, I love the Snyderverse. I supported restore the Snyder, uh, release the Snyder Cut from the beginning. I campaigned the Restore the Snyderverse for a while with everybody, too. Um, I've talked to a lot of people behind the scenes. I've talked to Zack Snyder. I've talked to Debbie Snyder. I've talked to various producers, VFX artists, even Ray Fisher, uh, Ray Porter. I've talked to a lot of people involved in these projects. They, like, my love of this medium should never be into question. So all these haters on Twitter who now think that I've turned coat and, and now hate on the Snyderverse, no, I would gladly take the Snyderverse being restored over anything else. Like that, that is not a question, but there's also a question with having blindly following hope and faith on something that's not possible or just accepting the reality that you're in. I could either be in denial, hope for something that won't happen and curse everything that is happening, or I can, ride the wave and let it be what it is it sucks but it's really michael why does your tag say i hate the rain is that because I of la's the, flooding I, yeah la is I, I am in a noah's boat of my apartment i had no electricity most of today <laughs> i am tired i was running around town to figure out where i could even do this i'm so happy to be for my home and now i'm hearing this nonsense about kids wanting it to go to netflix Let's talk, even before we talk about whether, what this would become, how does a deal like this work? So 
Netflix, they would give net Warner Brothers would give Netflix a price, right? What would that price be? So I was talking to this, I was talking about this the other day with a buddy of mine, and I'm not gonna say his name because no. I don't want the fans to start crucifying him too. Let's just say the day that Zack Snyder announced the Snyder Cut, you know he had a panel of fans that were there? He was one of those people on that panel. That's all I'm going to say. He's been a great guy. He's been a, a great friend. Talking to him for years since this whole thing started. Uh, we talked in detail about this. Um, a lot of fans think simply, why don't they just do what Ryan Johnson did with Glass Onion? Why don't they just do what uh, NBC did with Manifest and just produce the next season? Why don't they just do what DC did with Sandman and just do it that way? But the reality is when you have a product of the studio like this, a movie, with all these different characters, all these different licenses, all these different uh, individual IPs, because each character is an individual IP, and it's not just justice league as a whole as the ip it's batman aquaman wonder woman lois lane characters characters that were invented in the 30s and the 40s and there are lots of names attached to superman lots of names attached to batman thank god some of the names that were forgot in the past are now back on batman but there are rights associated with all of these characters rights and royalties associated with each and every character including parademons, including Darkseid, including Granny Goodness, including every one of them. And Zack's plan for part two and three involved even more characters. Like, <laughs> I feel so bad watching how sad you two get by hearing what could have been. And I'm so, I it hurts me to see this, to see it affect you two this way. So this is what came up over the weekend. Mm -hmm. This little infographic, sell Snyderverse to Netflix, trending event, only two hashtags per tweet, tag at Netflix. Use these hashtags. We're going to do this thing on 21423, and 214 being a significant number <clears throat> because that was the original run cut, the runtime cut of Zack Snyder's Just League, 214 minutes. Once he got the carte blanche and the free reign from HBO, it ballooned over four hours. So that was what people are after. They, they, they expect in about about a month, four weeks from now, that this big trending event to happen. Everyone wants to tag Netflix. They want to bombard Netflix's social media team, piss off those little interns, just make them all feel bad. Um, just overload them, right? Okay. When you show me that graphic of all those actors, we it goes back to conversations we had two weeks. I see just by looking at all those actors, I see $60 million. Because each of them is going to ask for $10 million, if not more, for whatever this movie is. Then yeah, the right... 60 million, 60 million is probably the most... So the, the most the unrealistically, un, yeah, unrealistically yeah. conservative number you could, you could throw I, I, out there. I figure like, Ezra's getting too much money, but like Gal Gadot's not getting but, enough money. Put it like this. Put that graph up. Put that picture back up. <laughs> so let's look at this. Let's look at this realistically. All right? What we know by, the, by their... Actual amounts that they want. We know Gail Gadot wanted 20 million. Am I correct? We yes. also know that, that right. Jason Momoa about that. 
Okay, regardless of the fact, that's 20 million right there. Now, Jason Momoa, we already know his stock has tremendously risen because of the success of Aquaman. So we're going to say that's probably on par with uh, Gal Gadot as well. Let's round that up to about 15, say close to 20 million. Henry Cavill, we know that's we already know that's 10 million something plus. Ben Affleck, that man ain't cheap at all. And not okay? only that, not only that, he won't do it unless his production company is also involved. Thank you. I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. And the only ones that are low tier is Ray Fisher and Ezra Miller. Now, just by the success and what they're doing just as a loan, and we're just speculating on, I'm speculating on the actual uh, price for them to, because I don't know their value just yet. But the other four, I pretty much know the, the, the range. I would say Ray Fisher is probably in maybe two, maybe three, four million. And Ezra is probably in there as well until we find out the success of the Flash movie. And mind you, that's probably per project. You say what? That's probably per project as well. So that's saying Just League 2, not Just League 2, 3, and all the spinoffs. It's probably each one individually. people, people, People forget that. And people fail to realize is that the Snyderverse with the cast that they have, these are not cheap individuals. You can name it down. William Defoe, not cheap. Lawrence Fishburne, not cheap. Amy Adams. Amy Adams, not cheap. Not cheap. Amber Heard, probably pretty cheap. Probably pretty cheap. J.K. <laughs> Simmons, not cheap. Um, who else? Hold on. I'm just and mind you, mind you, that's not even including if 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 Zach's gonna just jump right in into his plans for part two. Half those people are dead. Yeah. Isn't Nicole Kidman in one of the... Isn't she an Aquaman? Yeah, she's Aquaman's mom. Isn't, oh, yeah. Is, I forgot about Nicole. Yeah, again, they all have their stacked. All of the yeah. other people in Wonder Woman's movie, right? They have to get all of those people. It's a, it's a huge cast. Because part of the plot for these projects involved the invasion of Atlantis, the invasion of Themyscira, the invasion of every solo film's collective world and all the care the characters uh having to appear and get either murdered or something horrific and then have them all get restored in this new timeline that's supposed to also happen and there were so many things because the, the the plot involved the nightmare timeline everything going awry the world's destroyed mm-hmm. flash going back in time then getting a sort of a do-over everyone not being dead but then dying in the final battle anyways and then ezra finally saying I'm going to change it all again and going back and going back further and flashpointing the whole universe. It's, it's a lot it's, of callbacks. <laughs> uh, does going back to it. Okay. So we're talking more than like a hundred million dollars when everything is said and done. Because I would say, with, yeah, I would say with every cast member within every spinoff project and everything in between, you're looking about 125 to 150 million just for the cast of everybody by themselves. Yes. Yeah. Right. So then we're talking double that for the movie. And then we're talking double that for uh, advertising. Now let's say Netflix doesn't advertise the way that they right? Cause Netflix sometimes goes cheap on advertising, right? Like they just, you know, you see ads for it, but you don't necessarily see it everywhere. Warner I, I Brothers would, would demand that this would have to be, they would want you to do, to advertise it. They don't right. advertise that much. That's right. Netflix thing. Netflix's biggest advertisement was the Cloverfield Paradox where they spent like $6 million on a yep. teaser on Super Bowl. Yep, that's dropped right. Dropped it and said, by the way, this will be on in two hours. 
Enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll see you afterwards. That was the most and, expensive advertising they've ever done. Yep. It was pretty and cool. I watched worked. the movie. It worked very well. It. And it worked. That's yeah. that was the thing. It worked. But the thing is, is that how many people, and it's the thing that people fail to realize when it comes down to Netflix and that people fail to understand. This is not where you're going to make a bona fide profit where you're going to the theatrical. You're going by the actual views and the signups of your actual platform and who's actually going to watch it. So we're not even seeing the numbers fully of what Netflix got. We know that they're, they're doing good because of the, as, as you look at the metrics, the, what is it they go by? The, uh, the amount of minutes that has been viewed. Okay. So I don't even know how they even actually come up with the actual subscription. And based um, on, and based on that, this is why Zack Snyder is going to be successful at Netflix. There will not be a metric of movie ticket sales. It's going to be people watching it. And whether you like or hate his movies, his movies get watched. When they're good, people watch them multiple times. Yeah. When people think his movies are bad, they watch them multiple times to show <laughs> their friends. So, uh, before we these jump in, analytics we just got... work in his benefit. We just got Fatal J joining us as well. Uh, he's been wanting to come on the show. Surprise, so, surprise, for, like, surprise. The entirety of season one, I think. Like, he's been like, every week, why didn't you invite me? I'm like, my bad. I keep, every time we record, we record at weird hours for him. Even today, uh, Jay, you were saying that you're like, I can't make it. I got a haircut. And I'm like, we'll make yeah, something man. work. I had, to, I, I had to get a fresh cut, man. He's looking so good. Man, I, I I always enjoyed TCN. Prime Prime is my brother. Hey, me and Prime is real brothers, man. Because sometimes we'll be fighting it out in the deals. Hey, you wrong? No, you wrong. Shut the f up. You shut the f up. <laughs> but I, hey, man, it's, that's it's, great. Yeah, man. Yeah, but I really want to. Hey, y'all touched the topic yet? The topic. We're, we're talking kind of about, about it. Been on it. Hit it. Hit it. We're okay. talking about just the unrealistic side of just securing the budget for the cast. Because the cast itself would probably be about $150 million just to secure everyone for the project. But we haven't even talked about licensing fees, production fees. fees. And if it who would gets, be a joint venture. Who gets the toy rights? Who gets the rights That's to the right Netflix there. Superman? The toys and the merchandising the merch. part yep. of it. Yeah. is the way Warner Brothers made money on all of the past superhero movies, right? Like Batman was this movie. Batman made more money through merchandise than even physical ticket sales back in the early 90s. Wow. Yeah. So when we're talking about these things, who gets the right to uh, uh, Apocalypse Wonder Woman costume? Because this is going to sell toys. And the toy part of it, I don't think Warner Brothers wants to even give up. That's theirs because that's where they make the money now. Because they yep. don't make it, what are they going to make it on Blu-ray releases? They don't make it on those. And they got rid of movie stores, so you're not having second windfalls of these movies six months after the fact. So it's got to be toys. And no one wants to give those rights up. This is what I tell everybody. I'll be real quick and fast. This is what I tell a lot of people. Um, from a fan's point of view, that's a brilliant idea to say, Put the Snyderverse on Netflix. But as a business-minded person, it's no way possible that can work out. <laughs> you know, it's no way. It's no way. And this, this is the real kicker out of all of this, man. You know, 
I think Zach Schneider deep down is really happy where he's at because he's creating his own IP. This is his movie. This is this is just his whole thing. And y'all correct me if I'm wrong. He's gonna make twice, if not thrice, as much with Rebel Moon than he is with doing Warner Brothers Justice League, DC Justice League, because it's a new IP. Guess what? They already talked about the toy rights. That fucking, that ship he showed us when he goes, oh, I love Henry Cavill. That's a whole play set, my friends. That's a yeah. whole, and we don't even know where this is going to go. You know, there's a thinking that Rebel Moon is me. I think it's going to go a little bit older, but I think the stuff's going to be cool. But if it even goes a little bit younger, let's say it's like a light PG-13, that's all play sets. That's, now we're talking Legos. Now we're talking mugs. Now we're talking all the things that people want which they stumbled into as Stranger Things and were not prepared for. I feel like it took the Stranger Things machine a while to get all that merchandise out there. Yeah. 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 I I, have to, I don't know. It's it's really hard to, to, to really quantify how unrealistic this is. And I think what you guys are all saying is, is right on the nose. I mean, there's merchandise rights, there's toys, uh, Netflix has always been very, very hit and miss, right? I mean, they yeah. when DreamWorks made Voltron, they bumped out a butt ton of toys. But then they found that Voltron was a show that was aimed at the wrong audience. So the toys didn't really sell because the toys were made for like little kids. But the show, the people who were watching it were like late teens to early, early uh, adults. And yep. then as the show went on, I mean, I liked the show. I loved the show. I thought it was a fantastically done show. Um, the show also incorporated things like gay marriage and things like that as the show concluded. And by that point in the final season, parents weren't even letting their kids watch it anymore because there was a giant conservative parent factor that just didn't want their kids seeing that. And but thank you. But you, you have you these make, issues. You make an excellent point though, because um I, I used to watch this show on Cartoon Network. It was pretty good. It was called uh Symbiotic Titan. I don't know if y'all ever heard of that show. Hell yeah, I know about symbiotic Titans. <laughs> okay, okay, good. Somebody know. So every episode was a banker. Every episode was dope. But the show got canceled in one season. You want to know why? Because the merch didn't sell. It wasn't no merch. Yeah, and funny yeah. enough, even with all of these cutesy shows, you know, I really like Adventure Time. Um, but I can see if that's not your jam. Or Steven Universe, I can see if that's not your jam. But... The shows sell toys. They have a very large thing. The toys are non-offensive. You can sell them to younger viewers. The older viewers want them as well. So, like, there's just merchandise there. And it's not true with all of these different properties. I want to ask a quick question, though. Um, Because sometimes I think the Snyderverse community is something that's real huge. And then sometimes I'm thinking it's not really that huge because uh, as far as as merch, merch... you don't hear about sales of merch when it comes to the Snyderverse, like those Todd McFarlane toys and all that different type of stuff. Speak on it, Prime. I will say this, and that's a very good thing that you said that because, see, you have to remember, pretty much all of us is coming from a Twitter place, okay? We're not seeing it from the other uh, from the other avenues or other places where people are on social media. And you also got to remember this too. A lot of people not really on their social media like that. They're just not. And if they do be on it, they'll probably be on it for like five minutes and they get off. 
So anything that's actually going on, they pretty much not going to really know it. The Snyder, the Snyder community is big. Think about it. It's really, really big across the world. You have the people that are the hardcores that's on social media all the time. You got the people that are in the middle, and then you got the people that don't be on it at all. Like yeah, I just yeah, said, yeah. about five minutes, they're done, and that's it. And they probably don't even know what the hell is going on. So you have to look at it from that perspective. We're just looking at it from Twitter. And like I said, the, like I said at the beginning, we don't know what's going on at Instagram. The way Instagram is set up, you're never going to know what's going on unless you're following people that are having the same interests as you. If it's on Facebook, you don't know unless you're in a group. Pretty much Facebook is pretty much for what? Colleagues, friends, family. You know, if you're yeah. not in a group, um, I would say, what's another one? Um, Vero, Vero, the way Vero set up, you really don't see a lot of stuff outside of Twitter. So you got to look at a Twitter is so fast. It's like this. So you can really see stuff that you relate to like that. But everywhere else, you're not going to see it. Yeah. So it, it's going to make it seem like it's small. And it's really not. So, but it's just that people don't interact, you know? If you go on Reddit, I forgot about Reddit. They got a whole bunch of DC communities on Reddit. Yeah, you will see a lot of people on there. I'm in a DC cinematic group and they got like over 100,000 people in it. So, you know, and it's all divisive in the group. So it's just like, it's good to talk. But then at the same time, you have to be, depending on what platform that you're on, you got to be in the right place at the right time to actually see it. So I wonder... Yeah, and I wonder what, you know, we got Snyder's movie in the middle of a very weird time in the pandemic when it wasn't going to hit theaters. I wonder if that movie, I bet people would have gone and sat through that four-hour movie, and I think they would have seen it multiple times. And I think this would be a very different conversation if we had ticket sales associated with it, but we don't. And whatever those numbers were, were attractive enough for Discovery to want to buy Warner Brothers, but then they canceled all those projects anyway. So I don't know where, you know, I don't know where that falls under there. So, so this, on that this note, is, real quick, Taylor, yeah. I promise I'll be fast. This is the reason why I ask questions like this, okay? Prime was the first person to put me on to Black Adam. I wasn't going to watch it. You know, I was still in that Snyderverse mode. And Prime said, you need to go see this mother freaker because it's going to be super dope. Uh, it's, it's absolutely dope. You will love it. I went to go see it. Loved it. Okay. I'm thinking this is going to blow up. We got Henry Cavill, uh, uh, a Snyder, the Snyderverse Superman. He's back. It's going to blow up. It's going to explode. It's going to hit a billion. Straight crickets when it comes to Black Adam. So I'm trying to figure out, is the Snyderverse Phantom big or did they not show up or what's going on? It's crazy. I'm gonna let, let Taylor. I'm gonna say the so, key point. I'm gonna say this from, from the actual general casual audience and from the people that I have observed and the things that I've read, not just from videos and then articles I've, I've read from that. The reason why a lot of people didn't show up for Black Adam is one reason and one reason only they didn't know the character. So they wasn't going to take their time to go out to go watch it, regardless if Dwayne Johnson was in it or not. They didn't know who the character was. Okay. If he was presented in a cameo in a well-known movie, then people will know of it, and then they probably would have went out. Only like hardcore Shazam. DC fans went to go out to go see it, okay? That is one of the main reasons. And when I heard that, I was like, yep, that general casual audience, 
and it's 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 crazy. So you gotta, yeah. I know Taylor wanted to say something. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> so everyone I've talked to behind the scenes, everyone that I've spoken to, every every VFX artist, every random Joe Schmo on the set of Warner Brothers, they've all kind of said the very similar thing was that when Discovery came in, they they looked at the numbers. The problem was the previous administration did so much damage to hiding the numbers that the numbers, that was it. There's there's no real numbers. They don't exist because the studio made Zack Snyder's Justice League a flagship of HBO Max. So every subscriber who joined HBO Max at launch counted toward the success of Zack Snyder's Justice League because they didn't see a fluctuation of members or views or anything because they were already there. You had the same, you had anomalies happen with Suicide Squad, with Wonder Woman 84, with every other random movie of the, the day and date release. You had those fluctuations because people were like, oh, this movie's coming out, so let's do this. But everyone who wanted to see Zack Snyder's Justice League was already there because they had already subscribed at day one for the hope of that movie. So the numbers didn't change. That's why they didn't look that big. If, like Michael said, if they would have done a limited release, and put Zack Snyder's Just League out in theaters for a month or two before they dropped on HBO Max, regardless of a pandemic, the fans would have showed up. Yep. And then you would have a number that people would have gone off of. I right. would have showed up. I yeah, showed and up. They did. I would have had like five masks on and I would have been there. Like, Right. I mean, I think a lot of people would have shown up just for the yeah. simple fact. I think the only reason why people were so was the thing they was looking at, even when uh, Zack and Deborah even said it, there was like, it was something that this movie could never be in, in the theatrical. But at the same time, if you really think about it, you can pretty much fit that movie in for three showings for a day. Yeah. You could pretty much set it for three showings a day. See, they're so focused on how many showings that they can get in the theater in a day. Well, not it even that. It would have become a midnight movie. You would literally stay up all night. You would get hyped up. You'd go at midnight. We'd holler at the screen. you go to Waffle House afterwards because it's going to get out four in the morning or something like that. But it didn't <laughs> even get to live that life, right? We didn't even get to go to that yeah. place. And mind you, this movie came out during the pandemic. So how many other movies came out during the pandemic? They could have had three showings a day per screen and probably had half the theaters because no other movies were coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Fiddle Jay, did you see the Shazam movie? Yes, sir. I seen it. Enjoyed it, too. Great. I feel like they tried so hard to hide that Black Adam as part of that universe. If they would have had uh, Zachary Levi show up and go, hey, y'all, I'm Shazam, but you don't get to hang out with me right now. I told um, Prime, I think I told Prime or somebody that. I said, at least have him show up for two minutes, one minute. So people can make that connection and then like, oh yeah, that's that guy. So he's connected to this guy. Now I know they tried to do the black wizard guy, but the black wizard guy was a minor character in the movie. He's, they should have he, did Levi. He's not, he's not, he's not a minor character to all the DC fans, but again, yeah, yeah, yeah. But to the audience through it, absolutely. And yeah. in fact, you know, that movie starts with a story. I know that The Rock did not want silly in that movie like all the humor in that movie is like terminator 2 humor right where he's like this is me helping you i'm helping um <laughs> if they would have had shazam read a storybook to a bunch of orphan kids and they're like that's you and he's like no 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 this is not me this is a bad guy and the kids go boo but then we find out oh no it's not about that 
it's actually really complicated. And the person that we thought it was, and right, that movie was good. It was just packaged wrong. And then the way that we got it, it just never connected it. And it the reason why they don't want, right, and the reason why they don't want to connect it is they're canceling all these other movies. And you know what? I would have if, if if it was me in charge, I would have dropped Shazam two, introduced Black Adam, and then dropped Black Adam. Yeah. I I know that's the old Marvel tactic, but it works. Oh it no, work. no, no, no. DC's DC's model is to announce a movie is coming out and then change its release date seven times. So who knows when that movie's gonna come out? So the other thing that I heard was that Black Adam was very much a litmus test for the studio to see if the Starterverse is worth continuing. Wow. Because part of I kept Dwayne Johnson's part of Dwayne Johnson's pitch was let us use Superman. And we will craft this whole universe around Black Adam and Superman. But if you don't put him in the trailers, people won't know there's a connection because people weren't showing up. And people who did show up saw the thing and they're like, wait, Superman's in this world? I'll take it one step further. I think Shazam should have shown up in the third act of Black Adam where him and Shazam have to work together to defeat that guy. So instead of Black Adam being like the same level as the, the, you know, it's good Mega Man, and then you fight the evil Mega Man at some point in the video game. Um, I would have had them get together. And then at the end of it, Black Adam goes, I'll never do this again with you. And tell your wizard cat. Like, right, just anything to make it robust. Because I hear these things where it's like, oh, they wanted to be part of the universe. If you are not part of this Twitter group, you don't know any of this stuff. Period. Right? Go Real quick, though, with uh, Taylor, I, I, I think you're on point with that one. Because I always had that in my heart of hearts where I felt like this was the last chance for Snyderverse fans to show up for this movie, for uh to have... Because uh, if this would have hit a billion, I think yeah, we would have had that... Man, oh, we yeah. hit that We would have had that Man of Steel Superman movie. And funny enough, funny enough, what DC movie of the last go-around did really well? The Suicide Squad movie. And which way are they going? They go in the James Gunn route. Now, I don't know. I don't think that's a one-to-one comparison, but it's very interesting that here's this litmus test because the Suicide Squad movie also came out during a pandemic, also did good stream numbers, also did some ticket sales. Some, and not a lot, but right. it did better stream sales. But it sure. did but it did better ticket sales than ja- uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, which had zero ticket sales. Yeah. And while it's not the same as the ticket sales for Black Adam, I think... I feel that they were like, this is the direction we're going to go. And this has only proved them right. And, but at, with that and with that logic, it just didn't make sense because, you know, you had a, th- a film that was theatrical and then you had a mo- and then you had a film that was just going straight to streaming. So you can't, <clears throat> you can't, that's not a good, that, and if they're looking at it like that, that's a horrible comparison to do. And I understand how business and how they work and how executives and how they think sometimes, oh my God, they, oh Lord. But that's that's that really wasn't you know and then on top of that even though both of them critically had good ratings okay one of them made money the other one didn't and it is it is what it is if they're looking at the money aspect and what they made a profit on and that's what they're going by it sounds crazy if they're if they that sounds crazy but i wouldn't put it past them if they if they was thinking like that well, fellas, I, I, can we just just get down to the, the to the to the point here? Because I've always wondered this. 
Okay, when Zack Snyder's Justice League dropped, a few months on down the line, we started getting these numbers and algorithm things showing up about what it did on HBO Max, what it did in China, what it did on these other streaming services. Now, according to those numbers, this was like one of the biggest things on planet Earth. Now, if this is the biggest thing on planet Earth, why haven't Warner Brothers just said, hey, man, let's just give him his Snyderverse back? Or that wasn't the true numbers. Some of it well, was true, some of it wasn't. And that's that's the sad reality. Is that, And also you have to look at who the numbers were for, right? Because HBO Max did not exist in every one of those countries that it blew up in. Other platforms did. And those other wow. platforms leased the movie, and they had the numbers. So HBO didn't benefit from the numbers right. there. They they benefited. Netflix Scandinavia had a great month that year, right? Had a great month with streaming it, but it wasn't the real numbers. You know what I mean? But it wasn't numbers that mattered to them because the numbers to them were like, okay, you you guys have your your theater did blew up on it, fantastic. But we don't own a, a stake in that theater. We don't own anything. You wow. paid us a hundred thousand dollars so we could play our movie. That's all we got was a hundred grand. So from my understanding, yeah. uh. Just the politics kind of screwed up the Snyderverse too. Very much so. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Okay. And good thing that Tyler said that because I and I didn't think about that. We know if you collectively put everything in full perspective and add the numbers up, it did extremely well. Extremely well. Even with merchandise sales. Oh, trust me, I got plenty of merch from it. Oh, yeah. I don't I mean, even know if they I don't even know if they still got the merch on the DC on, on the DC site. Yeah. Put the time and fall and stuff. I don't even think they order all the shirts and stuff. So I don't I like have to pick up my camera. This is in my the corner is the entire McFarland wave, including all the variants. Wow. Like oh. I bought them all. See, the only reason I ain't got that, I'm not a big action figure guy, but when it that comes was to the only action figure. Look, I got, I got all the t-shirts. I got Steppenwolf, I've got Dark Side, I've got Armored Dark Side, I've got two different Supermans. Oh, got them all, the man. I only got three of them. I'm like Fatal J. I'm my own action figure. Get me that. Get me that graphic tee, baby. Let me well, show you what I got. Don't get well, don't get me wrong, because Prime Prime already know I got Transformers in the closet, though. That's that's the only <laughs> action <laughs> figures that I rock with is uh, Transformers. I, I got little Gundams I, on my desk. I, I, I love. On I know. My I, yeah, love I, love when, I love when cuts of nerdum go. I'm not into that thing. Oh, but action figures. Oh, I got a closet full of them. But I'm not into. I'm not into action figures. Oh, okay. But, but even with even with that. It was successful because we know, even with the merchandise and even with the with the wear and everything. Yeah. I think a lot of people bought a lot of the a lot of the actual clothes. I did. I got three shirts. Yeah. I got three figures. Yeah. Yeah. Taylor got all. Got the whole set. It goes on and on. And then when it came out on physical copy, well, we know what happened with that. It blew up. So, but he's right. They're only so, looking at domestic numbers. They're not even looking at the other numbers. And if people, <laughs> and and which is crazy because. People that's domestically, they really don't show up for nothing anything anyway. All the major numbers is overseas. Avatar is blowing up, and it's like 70% of its box office take right now is overseas. Overseas. China. China is yeah. making that franchise a thing. Yeah, yeah but, it yes. speaks to, but it speaks to a global world market. Like, I totally understand that. You know, it, it, the you know one of the criticisms of it is, you know, it feels like, a video game or cutscenes and stuff like that. Well, if you don't got a PS5, I'll go watch Avatar 2 and live in that video game for a little bit. Looks great, plays great. You know what I mean? Like that's also part of all of these things. Um, let's take the op let's take this conversation for a second and flip it a different way. 
because unfortunately this ain't gonna ever gonna happen that's too much money there but let's say netflix did a sony thing because sony took spider-man and turned yeah. spider-man into a whole universe just everything is spider-man and guess what audiences are totally down for it is there a dc besides a superman because superman's one of those people is there another character that we could build a universe off of now we keep talking i really want green lantern in this new things but i could very well see like yo netflix you get the rights to green lantern go flush that out and we'll link that in with ours somehow right some sort of mcu sony deal are there any dc characters that you think could be a platform like that to build a universe. I don't know what the freak the deal is with Green Lantern, man. Like, why does he haven't used him yet? Like, forget the forget the rock. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, like he he stalled that project so long and kept those rights kept with the ghost was it Ghost Wire Productions or whatever they call themselves. He kept those so trapped that they couldn't do a damn thing with it. And it's crazy that, you know, what, something that is important to Hollywood right now is a diversity of characters, a diversity of voices, and a, a diversity of heroes on screen so that a multitude of audience members can feel connected to it. Green Lantern has all of that. I'm talking about everybody. All flavors of the rainbow from different viewpoints, and they all get it wrong because they all got this ring, and we get to hear different things. Because I think if you were to Star Trek Green Lantern and have them take issues of today but put aliens on top of it, I think that show is dynamite. Uh, you got a point there because it has merit, but I'll tell you this. Green Lantern is a, it will, be, it will be extremely expensive. It, and, and just only that. That's why I say people just don't understand if you know the core and how deep it goes. They try to make the core Earth-centric. You can't do that. Right. And that's why it will be extremely expensive. Um, but I would say this. I'll go this far. That will actually blow. It will literally blow up if they decided to do it. I put it out there. It's by milestone. I well, put it out there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I put it out there. Yeah. If they if they so happen to go, if you want to go with go with some characters and you want to make a nice universe out of it, and somebody gets the rights and you negotiate, shout out to uh McDuffie, rest in peace. McDuffie. If they decide to do that and go the milestone route, you would you would get some great content. What I'm referring to is icon, rocket, hardware. The uh the blood syndicate. If you decide to do that, that would be fantastic. And it wouldn't be no cheesy crap neither. And it would be relatable. Static shock. So you gotta you gotta think about certain things that D that's why I said DC has too much stuff that you can dive into and you can go deep in that well and get a whole bunch of stuff. People just don't know. They just don't. That their library is 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 gigantic. Well, Prime, real quick though, you said something uh, that I've been thinking about during this whole show with the Netflix Snyderverse thing. You said with the Green Lantern that uh, it would be expensive. Very. 
okay, if we want this Snyderverse Justice League 2, Justice League 3, and we want it to be movie big budget, Netflix doesn't really do big budget films like that. That's why we're saying that it won't work. They also it are work. notoriously canceling projects because of budget, like uh, Cowboy Bebop. Critically kind of mixed. People loved it. Mm -hmm. People hated it. It was expensive. They saw that it had a, a huge, great numbers, but it didn't have numbers that lasted more than a few weeks, so they killed yep. it. Yep. I'm an uh, anime head. I witnessed it. Yep. 1899. Uh, fantastic cult That's following. Deep. Everyone and their mom was watching it. Everyone was like, what the hell is happening on this freaking boat? And then they cancel it. Yep. And I I'm pissed. Since finding out it's been canceled, I didn't want to watch it because I was like, well, what if I really like it? Like, what's the point? Still watch it. Um, even okay. if the first season is it, it ends on a note where you can still be like, wow, that was cool. I still want to know more. But it had kind of somewhat closure in its own way. It needed to have more. But it's also like a... Uh, there was also that other show that they did that was kind of in that same weirdness, like the OA where they had two seasons of that, and they could have wrapped it up with a couple more. And Netflix Kill. does that all the time, Taylor. Yeah. Two seasons, that's it. I think that's that's going to happen with The Witcher. Yes, they're saying season three is coming, but you, we know season four is not going to last too much longer. It's I, season two, that's it. I had someone explain to me why the blood origin thing isn't good, and it basically, like, literally 10 minutes in, goes back on all of the established lore in the books. Like, just one at, just the moment the lady has a kid, like, just fans were like, oh, you just took a shit on my chest. You told you know me why you weren't going to do it, and then you did it to me. You know why they did it? Now, I, I'm kind of loosely a Witcher fan. Oh, I, okay. think, they, I think they did it because they want to be like God of War. I think they did it because they know Henry Cavill is leaving. So they trying mm. to change that whole lore up now. Yeah, you know? so we can have a new. We can have a new. Oh, did you know he was standing to the right? If you move the camera this way, you would have seen him. Yeah, 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 yeah. The dude, the guy, the came. Yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and it's frustrating as well because it's it's these deals do happen because uh, HBO's version of uh. Watchmen 2020 or whatever you're going to call that Watchmen show was fantastic. Yeah. Was so in world was an, a, 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 an amazing way to see these characters. It, everything. It. Oh, it's so the problem. The problem with that show was that HBO didn't uh, not HBO. The people who were kind of running the production didn't want it connected to Zack Snyder's movie. And they wanted it more toward the comics. But the cre the creative staff who made the movie made the show wanted it to look like Zack Snyder's movie. Oh, but it's the like, reeks it so of Zack Snyder. The fact that they pretended like that wasn't real. The whole show aesthetic is Zack yeah. Snyder. But it it contradicted ninety percent of Zack Snyder's movies by everything that they did in the show. <laughs> so it was one of those like, is this for the comic fans because this doesn't look like the comic? But is this for the Snyder fans because it doesn't doesn't fit with the Snyder's? Like, it was caught in this weird what are you kind of a moment and watch him call it uh he had yeah, that show is what it is who um i can't think of the man the man that created Watchmen. i can't oh, think hates, of that man he hates huh? everything but doesn't he yeah y'all talking about alan moore yeah he yeah. hates everything he hates everything. Yeah, oh, he hates. He sometimes he hates his own stuff. I was about to say, <laughs> isn't Watchmen about him hating the world and hating superheroes? Yeah, he just hates things. He's a hater. Yeah, Alan Moore, a trip, man. <laughs> and, he, 
Yeah, he like a wi- a, a real life wizard. Like the stuff he believe he believe in magic and stuff. Yeah, know? I with, <laughs> yeah with him it's don't hate the player, hate the game. It's you know what I mean. Like he doesn't he he is a, he is a wizard man who writes stories which he pulls from the ether from aliens. And when we <laughs> and the moment we read his stories, we interpret them incorrectly. You know what I mean? I feel like he would tell us, yeah. you don't own you don't know my words. Yeah, because you'd be like, I, I love how Rorschach did it. No, that's you, what that's you not know what he nothing meant. about my inspirations. You know nothing about me. Yeah. And I loved how in like in the, the sequel show, they're like Rorschach inspired a bunch of alt-right crazies, and then even Alan Moore's like, that's not Rorschach. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, no, that's wrong. You I mean, it's entertaining. Stupid. Don't get me wrong; the show yeah. was entertaining for what it was worth. But people, but it just people, took away everything. Right, from people, the, it's like okay. <laughs> but people misinterpret art all the time, right? Like cops like to li- listen to Rage Against the Machine. It's like you are the machine. What do you mean you're listening to this music? <laughs> you are yeah, the machine. We are raging against. And on that same note, cops like to use the Punisher symbol, and the Punisher is like the epitome of the cops have failed. Yes. So right, you guys are making me and I'm not sure if I should check this out because I know it's been years ago in drama. No, no. But... All right, to be fair, okay. I, I watched it weekly when it came out. I loved it. I thought Spire. the finale was fantastic. It's good. Okay. You Tell me watch to, me a series. You the have series. to love you have to love both the comic and the movie. If you don't love one or the other, or if you hate one and love the other, oh, I love the movie. Good. You love the book? Yes, I love the comic. I love enjoy comedy. the enjoy the say? show. You're gonna love okay. that. Enjoy the show. I, I got the yeah. comedy. I, I got the trade paperback. All okay. I'm gonna say is this: you take it for what it's worth, okay, and you watch it. It's in the Watchmen lore. There is some things that's changed, okay, and it has the aesthetics from certain things from the book, certain things from Zack Snyder stuff. Because like Tyler said, they wanted to make it look like that, but it had nothing to do with it. Okay, I think I, I like I, that though. That that, but you gonna love it. That's what I'm saying because that's people are trying to make it. They're trying to make it when they look at something. Well, it gotta be like the book, or it gotta be like this. It gotta be like no. It the, is. It is a production in that world. It doesn't have to be exactly like it. You're just in that world using those characters. Uh, it's good. It's basically a else. It's a Watchmen else world story. Sure. Yeah. Put it like that. For sure. It's real. And as a TV show with actors who are handed scripts, yep. they all not. They all. Jeremy Irons knocks it out of the park. Oh, Regina King, Regina King knocks it out oh, of yeah. the park. Regina King is a it, legend. It's just every single person in the show, you're like, oh, that's a great performance. Oh, that's a really great thing. And what comes yes. out of it is a really good show. Okay. Yes. Okay. So to kind of get back to the initial topic on hand, because we already have about 45 minutes. We have about 15 left. Um, the Sell the Snyderverse to Netflix whole movement, we all agree that logistically – not possible. Like, unless Warner Brothers fits most of the bill or forgives 90% of the legal paper paper trail, Netflix couldn't afford it. Um, Forbes did this article on it that came out just yesterday. Yep. And this yeah, article dropped uh, January 9th, 8.35 Eastern, so 5.30 my time. I woke up, saw this article. Gave it a red, got a chuckle out of it because it hit the nail on the head across the board. <laughs> yeah. Right? I'm going to throw it up on the screen real fast so we can all see it. I love the title. Uh, Paul Tassi drops uh, Where to Start with the New Cell Zack Snyder's Justice League to Netflix Movement. When the history books of the internet are written, 
There should be an entire chapter devoted to the fan base of Zack Snyder's Justice League and the Snyderverse. It's a group that is more passionate about the superhero universe than fans of any other piece of media I have ever seen. So much so, they frequently come off as quite delusional. <laughs> as he goes and explains himself, as he goes, he basically says it's kind of the obvious that a lot of people don't talk about. Warner Brothers greenlit the Snyder Cut solely to boost sales, boost subscribers of HBO Max. Max. Yes, sir. It, the pandemic came out. It happened. Yes, sir. They had yep. a new app that was coming. They needed to, they needed to capture and, lightning and, in the ball to make question. this thing stand out. Did there did was. Justice did Zack Snyder's Justice League come out before Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four or yes. after? Before. before before Okay, so then like anything else, it was also gearing up to a, a, a character that was very clearly based on this universe. Yeah. yeah, right. It's it's all ads for Gal Gadot. Like, oh, I should keep this app for six months because when Christmas comes around, I get to watch her again. Yeah, she'll because uh, it made its debut on HBO Max too, right? In December. Yeah, yeah, because it came out in theaters first. Cause I remember going to theaters to watch it, and then it dropped on HBO Max. Yep. But it wasn't that long after it dropped on HBO Max. So he says it, uh, even if it was mainly an obvious ploy to get HBO Max subscribes, uh, but that was only the start. And the campaign after that was to get Snyder to return to finish his original Justice League storyline, along with fleshing out side projects like Ben Affleck's Batman movie or the air cut. So he acknowledges that. The fans got what they wanted. He gave them an inch and they took a mile and they wanted a thousand things more. Yeah. He then goes on to saying, but times have changed. DC now has a new firm, non-Snyder-based direction that is actually actively dismantling most of the remaining Zack Snyder DCU, which it is. It has been for years. The Hamadaverse was built to destroy the Snyderverse from the start. Mm -hmm. Everything that they did from the ground up was to either retcon or course correct what they didn't like about Zack Snyder's properties. Every one of those movies did just that. Aquaman changed everyone's accents, right? It made That's right. Atlantis not look old. It made it look like futuristic Tron City. <laughs> yep. Then you also had uh, uh, Thomas uh, Curry being alive. Zack Snyder's Thomas yeah. Curry was dead. I thought I was the only one noticed. No, Tom, his dad Thomas was, Curry dead was dead in Zack Snyder's canon. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, then you had the Flash movie. I mean, obviously they uh, they had to recast Billy Cudrup because of his uh, commitments with the uh, the morning show. I think on Apple TV is that what his what he was busy with. But he's not coming back as Henry Allen. So he they got a new actor for Henry Allen for the Flash movie. Um, you had. Uh, Black Adam, Shazam, all those things also kind of retcon their own ways and be their own weird things. Yeah. Uh, uh, Birds of Prey. It kind of changed oh, man. Harley Quinn's The most awful film from the DCU. I liked parts of it. I thought Ern uh, McGregor as Black, as Black Mask was the best casting. Yeah, he Every, was. Everything he did on screen was Taylor, amazing. Taylor, she blew up a freaking chemical plant and nothing happened. Oh, yeah. There were so many like red flags. Like, why doesn't she public enemy number one? Why isn't there SWAT going door to door? Like, And wasn't there people in there? She killed a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's she a movie. terrible person. That's not a good movie. You're watching a bad person the entire yeah, exactly. movie. Uh, there was red flags out the butt for that movie. Uh, the Suicide Squad also retconned the yeah. the balance of power in the DCU by establishing that Amanda Waller not only 
had just started the Suicide Squad five years prior. But in those five years, or whatever, however many years, like two, three, four years, in that small amount of time, she also amassed an army of metahumans that people didn't believe existed, but now also has existed for the last 30 years. When she was searching for them in the first movie. Yeah. She had heard about them in the first right. movie. And you're telling, yeah. me, you're telling me Captain Boomerang was the guy who went in there and took all of these metahumans out, all of these extremely powerful people? The weasel was part of that team? What? team is this that took these people down and put them into a jail cell i believe when the justice league does it because they got superman there who is your superman apparently the jsa another retcon to the snyder continuity because the snyder continuity basically said first there was superman oh wait but then batman was there for 20 years prior oh wait wonder woman is there for 100 years prior and they slowly kept retconning itself oh wait uh, Aquaman lives under the ocean for a couple hundred years. Yeah, I'm full of that stuff. Oh, wait. Flash has been struck by lightning in a metahuman in the last few years. Like, they, they kept retconning themselves, right? Yeah. Um, the reality is it was a messy continuity hodgepodge of a mess. And the, the Hamadaverse was replacing the Snyderverse every chance it got. When, so, when, he, when Hamada said, I'm focusing on solo films, that was a slap to the Snyderverse. Yeah. Yes. That was a slap in the face. Yeah, but it was also a slap at the the previous administration because Zach wanted to so focus on solo films, and they made him do the Justice League. That's right, you right. Yep. So, he did. I remember that. Yep. Yeah. Zach wanted to do solo. Yes, he did. Yeah. He wanted to start start the Marvel way, just a bunch of solo films. Maybe do event like the Avenger style Justice League movie, ten films in, but they were like, nope, it's number three. Here we go. Um, but long story short. Peter Safran and James Gunn were hired solely to reboot because Black Adam failed in the box office and <clears throat> that was kind of it. But as the article kind of talks about was that the fans who clearly didn't support Black Adam started getting mad and started hashtagging fire James Gunn on a daily basis because of Idiot. the news. Well, that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted to ask Prime. Prime, you know, they say no publicity is bad publicity, but at a certain point, you know, Forbes writes this kind of tongue-in-cheek article. At what point does the Forbes editor go, I don't want to hear nothing about the Zack Snyder thing. I don't I don't care about it. I don't care about these kids online. Anytime you bring this hashtag to me, I'm going to... My fear is that the... As this builds up and there is this continued level of like, oh, your mom's like, oh, those Zack Snyder kids are not good kids. At what point does this become more toxic than it is? When does this stop getting good publicity? When... <clears throat> When you stop entertaining it. Oh, I'll tell you exactly when. I'll tell you exactly when it becomes a problem and they stopped entertaining. It was that slide that we put up last week. Oh, about them going down to comic Yeah, going down to Comic-Con. Right, right, right. right. That's what I'm saying. That was crazy. Bram, I've seen that from you first. This is nuts, man. That is when when it all dies. Right. That's right there. When I saw that, that literally pissed me off. Because for the simple fact is now y'all really going out of bounds. You don't do that. That's something you don't do. At that's the time like, when we, that's when, like when some... we was campaigning for the Snyder Cut, I get it. I get it. Because we knew what we was fighting for because we knew it was available. This right, that right there, right. that's ludicrous. And they feel entitled because you got something. Okay? So, my and now with them acting like this, Sad to say this because it makes me upset to even think it. I don't even think we're gonna get the air cut now. 
Just for the simple fact of the way they've been acting. I'm going to let let everyone know that's a big deal. Because Prime, up until today, has been like, nah, Iron Cut's still on the table. You'll be surprised. Wait till you you were saying a couple weeks ago, wait till Comic-Con. But you're right. Because as this world becomes more and more toxic, you're just going to see them. They've already removed all the tent poles. And again, I say this as a joke all the time to Taylor. I'm scared about Blue Beetle. I'm scared that, you know, that if these things don't come out, you know, they might go the way of Batgirl or Batwoman. They may just, they may basically say that the drama is not worth the release unless you just get the tax cut and they may kill Blue Beetle. They may kill Aquaman 2 because Aquaman 2 is already suffering from the fact that its supporting actress is a dumpster fire of a press, press target. <laughs> yeah. So you have a lot of these issues and... It's just Amber uh, Heard as a person I don't like. Amber Heard as um Mira. That's fine. I like her as Mira, but as a I person, lo- she Mira. No. I love it. I love it. I love it. But as a as a person, no sir. No sir. If you mom. don't separate the actor from the art, then you're never gonna like anything in Hollywood. And I keep telling That's people true. that. Right. You definitely right. Because Hollywood, some crazy stuff that goes on in like, Hollywood. Harvey Weinstein is a monster. Yeah. We all agree, right? Yep. Goodwill Hunting is not a monster's movie. It's amazing. Right. Everyone needs to see it. I love it. Bill Cosby is I a saw it human being. Right. But the Cosby show was a tentpole of my childhood. Right. Ah, pudding pop. Right? So it's right. like you have to separate the art from the artist. Yeah, you do. Otherwise, you're going to hate everything. You do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. But exactly. as this, this Forbes article goes on, it keeps talking about like uh, the fans are now pitching that Warner Brothers Discovery keep James Gunn they, they stopped tweeting the fire James Gunn stuff, but now they want the, the rights to be sold to Netflix. And he, he's even like, the idea seems to be that Zack Snyder is currently, Zack Snyder currently has a lucrative deal with Netflix, which producing original films. Uh, Netflix already bought one of the VFX studios that worked on Justice League. So some of the work's already done. Um, and Netflix lacks its own Marvel DC franchise. So the Snyderverse could fill that gap. And that's, that's the logic that the fans are bringing to the table. But they this don't, is the thing. First off, you already messed up with James Gunn. When you said boycott want to butterfire James Gunn. Do you think James Gunn sees that and he like you? Right. Do you think he like you seeing right. that? And this is another thing that you fail to realize too that people did not get. It was from um it was something that I read this as well. And another reason why this part will never happen. Now, from what has been said, David Zaslov does not like Netflix practices. Not at all. Because they do not at all. Because they don't pay their producers on time. They don't pay them until like maybe 12 to 24 months after. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He don't like their practices. So you already have a dilemma there with that. So just think about it. If you put the rights out and you in the back of his mind, he's probably thinking, if we lease this deal, are we ever going to get our cut? Thank you. Yeah. That's that's why I was. Cause Prime, right. like Prime, like you told me way in the beginning, you said David Zaslav is the fisted man. His only job is to cut costs, save money, and make money. Yep. So, do, so doing a big budget thing at Netflix, it's not going to happen because Warner yep. is in a hole right now. They're doing bad. They they're doing bad, bad, but at the same time, they're going to outsource these properties. They're going to outsource them, but they're going to give them to companies where they know that they're going to have good business with them what's the direction that you how you're going to utilize these characters and 
are the shareholders are really going to invest. So Prime, you think they're going to do like um, Sony has Spider-Man, Fox got its man. You think DC is about to do that? I don't. I personally don't. I think what they're probably going to do is kind of like what Netflix has with Sandman. Like some of the lesser known properties could be leased yeah. off. Like Netflix got you. Will got you. continue there. Okay. Well, then here's project. a question. Where is Keanu Reeves Constantine going to go? It's oh. still going to stay with WB. It was. Yeah, that's going to be a WB. You don't think that partners with anybody else? You think that's just. No. That's gonna be like a that's gonna be like the old Keanu Reeves Matrix deals of the past. I see what you're no, saying because Sandman is Sandman and Constantine is in that same realm. Yes. Yeah, I see what you mean. Right. What, he, what he's saying is is that even though it's a he's a DC character, the Constantine movie has already been how should I say it has been lit by Warner Brothers pictures. It has yeah, not Keanu, been done Keanu, by DC. Keanu movie. Reeves said he'll stop doing John Wick for a year to do this movie that he wants to do. The wow. fact that he yeah. said he wants to do it is why it's going to happen. And I right. can't wait. I can't, I can't wait. wait. He's going to do it. it. That's what I'm saying. So there's a lot of... Now, we might... There's a thing that they're saying, too, is that... Let's just say, hypothetically, this did happen. It'll, it'll cause a lot of chaos and confusion with a lot of people. That's why I said it has merit. It sounds good, but it'll cause a lot of confusion. If you got the Snyderverse and all that stuff on Netflix and you got Gun and them do it, they got to do a DC Studios. That's going to cause a lot of that's going to cause a lot of problems. And that is prime. You just nailed it. That's exactly why they won't do it. Giving your competitor, giving your competitor a product to compete with your own product is suicide. And and you know that's true because it'll cause too much confusion. It's, right. it, it's too much chaos. And, and they know that within the industry because look at what Kevin Feige did to Fox. He crippled all of those X-Men movies and said, nope, you don't get any of this stuff because we might do something with the scrolls. They did do something with the scrolls, but there was a ton of storylines in the last X-Men movies that all had to get changed. The whole ending of the New Mutants movie had to get changed because they couldn't get rights to the character they wanted. Wow. Mm-hmm. Like there was, but this article points one thing out right off the bat. They said the logistics is a serious problem. Here's on the Warner Brothers side. Why would they agree to spinning out what would essentially be a competing DC universe to their own freshly rebooted DC universe? What amount of money could they possibly make that would be worthwhile to them? And it wouldn't just be a rival universe. It would be something airing on their biggest competitor's platform. We're talking billions of dollars in terms of making this deal worthwhile on their end. And even then, it still may not be worth it because the convoluted mess it would produce for DC as a property. That's so that's on point right there. What you just said. I try to make people just know uh kind of you you know what's going on in Hollywood when I tell them something like this. I say, You have a million dollars. Would you invest all that until into this Snyderverse, or would you invest all that? When it's your money, then you are second guess yourself. Hey, hey, I, I, I might not need to do that because that's not good on my investment. And that's exactly what these people are doing. Right. Water right. DC, they're investing billions and millions into these movies. Right. So Netflix, uh-uh. yeah, that's not going to triple my money up. Right. Because it's not going straight to theaters. It's and, only going and, and, to right. And where are those yeah. players going? Right. Where where did Henry Cavill go? Henry Cavill went over to Amazon to go play with his toys. Right. So yeah. like you, right. So like, where are these people going to go? Ben Affleck says, I don't want to be an acting no more. Okay. Well, he's out. You know what I mean? Gal Gadot, same thing. It's like 
She wants to do this Wonder Woman, but she's not doing a ton of movies a year. They're right? Done. What is she doing? I think they're she's done. The Justice family, League. She even said it. She even I said think it. She's the Justice League is done. I think they're done. All of them is done. Even Jason Momoa, he want to be Lobo now. They're done. Jason Momoa wants to be Lobo now. He already <laughs> said his dream project is coming true. It's only the, the hope of the fans. And, and, and I'm not even saying the fans that think it's the emotional fans. The, the the childish fans, the toxic fans. They're I not, call them the cult. They're not thinking exactly. They're not thinking from a the business cult. standpoint. They're thinking from a fan emotional standpoint. Yeah. And Forbes even points out logistically, like we've been saying for the better part of an hour, makes no sense for Netflix either. On Netflix's side, why would Netflix pay billions of dollars to access the Snyderverse? And then on top of that, presumably have to fund some of the most expensive some of the most massively expensive types of movie in existence, superhero crossover films, like the two Justice League, like the two Justice League sequels fans want. And they'd be doing it without any promise of box office returns because Netflix does not make movies that do lengthy theatrical runtimes. So even if you want to make an argument that the Snyderverse was a financial windfall for WB, which is debatable, that hint that hinges entirely on those movies being in theaters. And as a vocal as they they be, there's not enough Snyderverse diehard fans on the earth that would drive enough new subscribers to Netflix to make it a worthwhile purchase. None of them. None of them. The reality, the, the sad reality, is that the Snyderverse on a streaming platform is not financially sound. Nope. And streaming platforms do not make money off of dumping a billion dollars into a product. They don't. Taylor, because they... You- you can break it. You can break it down to these guys all day, every day, and like Prime say, bring the facts, and they will still think you're an idiot for saying no. There's no way that can happen. Right. I right. Also, I'm, I'm all right. Also- all right. I'll say this. All right. The only likelihood that the Snyderverse would ever get financially restored is if tomorrow somebody wins that mil- that billion dollar mega million Powerball and funds it and goes to Warner Brothers and says. I will finance five hundred million of my own cash to make this happen, and, and then you Warner Brothers know, will be like, "Fuck it, sure." And Fuck you it. know, nobody on Earth is going to do that. Nobody no, because, on this planet Earth is going to do that. It's not possible. It's not possible. Yep. Logistically, it's not possible. Logistically, all of the actors are pretty much done, anyways. They've all found new jobs. Every time a product is canceled and then gets revived later on, you have windfall. You always do. It um, feels like we're just looking at Mr. Freeze's dead wife under glass. And they're like, maybe if we bring her back to life this time, she's never coming to bat. And the problem is these conversations. I don't think these conversations are bad and we can mourn all this stuff. But there's so many exciting conversations in the future. Like, who Dave Batista going to be in the DC? Probably Dave. He doesn't want to work for Marvel anymore. Who is he going to be in the DC movies? Right? Like, there are so many great stuff moving forward. And the fact that we get to relaunch all of this with new energy and a new flavor of all these people so exciting but we still talking about old news we talking 2016 news and and the last thing i want and the last thing i want to say so people can actually understand this as well all right even though zach snyder may want to do it that man him and deborah has so much on their plate they're doing their thing at the stone quarry and remember, I said this again, and I believe this. And people, I'm, I'm, a lot of people are gonna be like, <laughs> "I'm right." People gonna say that I'm. People gonna say that I'm right about this. 
once Rebel Moon comes out and it's highly successful, all right, which we already know it is. And we need that. So what we know from the grapevine and the news that I've heard, not from, I'm talking about people that was on the set, people that was already there. Zach has like six movies in the works with that. He already did two. From what we know, he has six. That's from just my understanding. Rebel Boons part one and two aren't even done filming. He finished part yes. one. Which right. also and which also means Netflix paid for all these props. If they already built these sets, if you can use it once, do it again. Exactly. Keep doing it. And and then last but not least, and I said this, and I'm gonna stick to it. What did Netflix what what IP did Netflix just get? Gears of War. There you go. And they're going to be overlooking, did a deal with the coalition. They have an ultra director in their grasp. And if who they, is the one of the best visionaries out there? Bro, if they get Zach, if they get Zach, ask them to do it. If they get Zach to do Gears of War, I wouldn't even care about Snyderverse anymore, bro. That's And what makes it even better is is that. Who is already the front row to play Marcus Phoenix? Batista. Dave Batista. Batista. Yeah. There you go. And, and Batista is perfect casting, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he already like put a picture of him in the armor and says it sells itself. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So people, this is what I'm saying. If Zach does Gears of War, just like Fado said, you think that's it's over. It's over. Yeah. You can leave just just go somewhere Honestly, and sit out. I keep <laughs> saying this. The moment Zach signed a first look deal with Netflix, Netflix, it was over. Yes. First look deal meant he was unavailable even if they wanted to bring it back. And fans would not be happy any other way. Look, if Zach's tomorrow, if this miracle happens, someone does win the, the mega million, someone gets that billion dollar payout, goes finances it themselves, makes the deal happen. Holy shit, the internet's broken. This is insane. Destroys Hollywood. It happens, right? Say it happens. Say they get the funding just to make it a thing. The moment Zach recasts even one of those seven, those core heroes. Yep. Not my Snyderverse. Hashtag not my Snyderverse. Yep. <laughs> Taylor, Taylor, I'll take it even deeper than that, okay? Because Prime, I feel like Zach Snyder want to do it, but he doesn't want to do it. And I'm going to tell you why. One of you guys came out with a movie, okay? The movie, the movie about horses, who poop out gumdrops, okay? Okay. You own every bit of that movie. You own the characters, you wrote it, you did all that stuff, you own that. I know what you're Okay. Going. When you drop your project, you're going to make twice or thrice as much as you did on somebody else's IP that you don't own and you have to take orders from people because you can't use that character, you can't do this, you can't do that, but on your Horse that poop gumdrops, you can do anything you want because it's yours, and you're making thrice as much as you did on the IP that you didn't own. When you so write, common produce, sense and the com- project, it's all com- yours. Common sense has to kick in, and I think so Netflix when- from that. I think they only get what if don't give me if I'm wrong. It's I think it's twenty five to thirty percent. So also look yeah. at it this way, and this will be my final Good point help. of the show. Right. When Disney bought Star Wars, okay, remember how they spent they paid four billion dollars and they bought Star Wars. 
Right. They immediately went into not doing George Lucas's plans because they didn't want to pay royalties to George Lucas. Then they had to create a whole new franchise of three movies, create all new planets, all new. They couldn't even call the characters the Rebel Alliance. They were now the Resistance. They had to rename yep. everything yep. because despite spending $4 billion to broker this deal, they still had to pay royalties. And they didn't get a visionary. They tried to tempt JJ. JJ didn't want to do it. So what happened is we had a fractured vision of it. Half the people hated this way. The other half hated what they did in The Last Jedi. Oh, my right? God. Right? I'm a, so I'm a Last Jedi hater. Want, listen. <laughs> hate away. The movie's Ooh. better than you think it is. It's a lot better than what you think it is. Visually, it's beautiful. Story-wise. I, I will you, play devil's advocate and say, like, to me... The Last Jedi is very similar to the the fourth Indiana Jones movie, where if you change three or four scenes, it's a perfect movie. But those three or four scenes ruin it for most people. Yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah, and also uh, I'd like to give a prediction right here now that whatever this next Indiana Jones movie will also have three or four scenes that ruin the entire movie for everybody. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know what those three or four scenes are going to be. I'm just going to let us know. I get, we're all going to talk about that movie. Like, I really like that movie. Except when he did this, except when he did this, except hey, when he did this. As long as he don't step in the ice box to avoid a nuclear bomb, what the <laughs> freak was that? <laughs> yeah. A refrigerator stops a nuclear bomb? It was lead inside, bro. It yeah. was lead, so he was yeah. safe. Yeah. Uh, not only the fact that he flew 100 feet in the air and landed on the ground and didn't like turn into jelly. Yeah, yeah. I Can was he... done after that. I my was problem, done, man. My problem, listen, God, the I'm talking Old Testament God is on Indiana Jones's side. My problem with that movie is they messed up that formula by, by going, but what if it was aliens? Like it was they right. just oh, they yeah, ruined yeah. all the establishment of all. No, that. no, you could I you could ra- try to rationalize. He survived the fridge thing because he drank from the 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 chalice the that gave him immortality. So sure. He can't die by physical harm. He'll just die of old age. Like you could rationalize that, right? I guess so, man. But at the yeah, same time, it's I like forgot you about that. You pulled the straws, Taylor. That like that scene was trash. Yeah, uh, it was Mutt trash. Flying through the, the 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 trees with the monkeys was trash. Mutt using yeah. a a snake as a rope was trash. Yeah. Uh, was that the one with the ants? The big ants come and bite the car. The the car the the ants climb on the car and it goes. Hey, that was actually a pretty fun scene. It wasn't as crazy as the rest of the scenes. Like I could I could buy that scene. Yeah, but no. They also messed up by just. Uh, they should have just kept it Nazis. Yes, Nazis. Nazis. Always Nazis. They, hey, at least the new one has the Nazis. Yeah, and for sure. Well, they 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 picked up on their problem. Real yeah, quick, which like, one y'all like better, Temple of Doom or uh, Last Crusade? Last Crusade. Oh, Temple of Doom. What? Taylor, <laughs> Temple of Doom has really grown on me over the years. I no, I like the Temple of Doom, but the Last Crusade is like my favorite indie movie. See, Raiders, is, Raiders is my favorite. Raiders you didn't put that favorite. on the table, though. You didn't say I could choose Raiders. Well, you you said me, between you those me, two. You gave me a choice. I, was, I, gotta, I gotta watch Last Crusade again. It's been a while. It's you know, so I good. Just it's so good. Last is Crusade is Perfect. dope. Last Crusade is dope. I, I'm gonna have to go with Last Crusades myself, bro. Last Crusade. I gotta rewatch you. By fact, since you said that, I'm gonna watch it once we get done. But, I'm yeah. gonna go in but and watch it. Go watch the best movie. The best one of all time to me, Fatal J, is Raiders. Nothing touches Raiders. Bro. Raiders. Only Lost Ark is off the hook. 
Yeah, yeah, but Raiders is amazing, bro. Raiders, Matt, is, Raiders lost Dark is off the hook. Yeah, yeah. Raiders is amazing. It's, I love it, man. <laughs> that, right. I wanted to be when I watched that movie. I said, "Damn, I want to be Indiana Listen, Jones." If we're talking about if we talking about good movies from the past, that means we are all done talking about this Netflix deal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We can close our right. shop now. We we pretty much like we we all said our piece. It's not possible. It's never going to happen. It's dead on arrival. And like the article says. But expecting to see it trending often, culminating what appears to be a big push in February, according to the instructions I'm seeing online, good luck. You'll need it. I, t- I told t- Taylor, I said this. I, I remember telling Taylor this, though. Okay, you, you're going to see this. You're going to, because even James Gunn said, you're going to see blowback. But when he dropped that slate, and when he dropped that casting, and when he dropped that trailer, the voice is going to get lower. Lord, yeah, Lord, and then but before you know, it's going to be whispers, and yeah. then it's going to disappear. And I've been saying this since since uh, November or December, whenever it was. The moment this kid becomes Superman, who is that? No one's going to give a shit. Who is you that? Dude? He... Look up. Put that back up. I know that look, look, that did look pretty good. Who is that actor? So that is Wolfgang Wolfgang Novogratz. He is twenty five years old. He's six foot something. He is he even got the chisel. Much... He's got that Superman face. Like <laughs> he was the only name that I've heard behind the scenes as being someone considered. Wow. Whether or not it being story. a real thing, who knows? Because I've heard it who from knows? a few different people, and I'm not sure if it predates the fan casting or or what happened, but the reality is that the fans well, all are all behind it, and someone at Warner Brothers brought his name up too. I'll, I'll put it like this: I got faith in James Gunn and Sheffern and what they're gonna do. I really yeah, do. Me too. Especially after, well, that's another discussion for another day, but that, that supposed leaked picture for the slate or whatever that actually came out, that actually was, you know. Not a thing. It's not I a thing. I love it to be a thing, but it's not a thing. I love it to be too, but, you know, it's it's good to just, you know. <laughs> you guys, you guys might, y'all, y'all might disagree with me, uh, and I know he wasn't a director, but I know he had his foot in it. Uh, the reason why I got confidence in James Gunn making a good Superman movie and a universe, but let's focus on Superman. I'm just gonna say two words: Brightburn. So good. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> and, and that's what, and, and Taylor has said that as well. You know, uh, regardless of what you think personally of James Gunn's movies, you know, he has a he understands a variety of um, genres, understands flavor of films. They yeah, can does. be funny. They can be serious. Our heroes can be flawed. Uh, he's got a great movie with Rain Wilson about a guy who wants to be a superhero who hits people on the head with a hammer and kills Super. him called, called Super. It's which so is, dark. Which is very dark, but again, these Super? low... Yeah, called Super. It's a low-budget movie. It's got... Okay. um, But I just feel that... Rain Wilson and Ellen Page. It's you're going to have a person with a vision, a vision of where we're going to build with these things, and they're going to start off small, but they're going to get to that bigger spot. And we just got to give them time to grow all this stuff. Yeah, but I love what James Gunn said in that uh, tweet post. He said uh, he knew he was going to get blowback, so I think he got this whole thing uh, 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 scripted out. He know what's going to happen this month. What's going to happen this month? What's going to happen this month? So it, it's going to work out, man. I think he's going to do some good things. He know how to create a universe. He know how to do things with characters that are unknown to the public and make them lovable. You know how many people ready to see Guardians of the Galaxy 3? 100%. 100%. Day one, IMAX, I'm going. Yeah. I said I was done with Marvel completely, but I will go see Guardians. 
I would definitely, I would go see it. I, I'm yeah. going to go see it because I'm intrigued to actually see how it's all going to end at the end for it. And I said I was done with Marvel. I don't want to deal with nothing with Marvel no more, but I will I'll make this exception outside of Blade because Blade is the only thing that I want to see. I'll watch Guardians. I'll watch it. DC, through James Gunn, has already established some of their villains through the Suicide Squad. DC has a hero problem, and we got to get some heroes on film. We need to know who is the faction that's going to butt all these people because they keep shoving Amanda Waller in these movies like, oh, okay, look who's here. And it's like, she is the bad guy. Do you understand that she is one of the avenues (laughs) of evil of this world? You keep just throwing her around like, oh, good, she's here. It's like, no, no, no. Who is the good version of her? That's what we got to build out on. Batman. Batman. And we don't have a Batman yet. I mean, there's so many people we haven't filled in yet. I mean... Yo, you think it's going to be Patterson? You think no, they're going to build up? No, they're going to build Patterson. him up? Okay. Okay. We, we don't got nothing to do with it. We's already stated, hell no. His but this thing is, this is his is, thing. He doing but this is my thing. thing, though. This is how I feel. Um, And I like uh, Patterson as an actor. But can we hurry up and get rid of his story so we can just focus on one Batman? Because nah, bro. Two, two nah. Batman going on at the same time? Oh, that don't oh. But you got to remember, it's Elseworld. That's what that's what guns and Sheffern is going for. But I don't think it. I don't think it. Remember that part? Right. Remember that part in Batman and Robin where Batman pulls out that Batman credit card? Batman prints money. Daddy, Bat, Batman always sells well. Even yeah, bad true. Batman sells well. Yeah. Batman ain't going anywhere. We're gonna have at least two, maybe three interpretations of Batman. That's kind of messed up. Because that, it's, that's it's what I'm saying. It just don't feel right to have two at the same time. I mean, no, it's, it's, it's just that Batman has overtooken Superman as the main one. Well, it's been like that for years, though, bro. Yeah. yeah, I know. But I think I think I mean now, hell, it's called DC Comics, not a, bro, not action comics. You want to know why? Yeah. Mostly why Christopher Reeves, mm. Henry Cavill, that's a big gal. I'm talking about in years. Yeah, okay. In between those years, you don't have multiple Batman films. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, a lot. I mean, yeah, yeah, Brandon Ralph, but yeah, but that's still a long gap between yeah, Christopher Reeves Superman. and Superman. And the only reason yeah. why they didn't do it, like they say, I don't want to. It's just it's because they just didn't know how to utilize Superman, man. They want to keep it cheap as much as possible, and didn't really want to go into more of the cosmic and godly like stuff with Cal. It's and, a super and cheap movie. It's, it's Superman showing up and talking in rooms. And then they go to a boat and they talk into a room and a kid yeah. moves a piano. It's like nothing happens. In and that they movie. was on a freaking island at the end of the movie. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's just the way that it is, man. But I love that scene when he, um, the airplane. The that's airplane. Yeah, that's, now, that's, that's Superman right there, bro. Yes. The yeah. one scene yeah. in the movie where they spent money like a Superman movie. Yeah, that's a really great scene. <laughs> Superman does Superman. They really should have done that shit over and over and over again. Yeah. Right, oh, but on that note, yeah, let's thank our guests for being here. Fair thanks, Jay. Oh, thanks, Prime. Thanks for coming in and being a part of this. Anytime. Man, I, I, I love uh, just sitting up here and, and listening to you guys uh, stream every week, man. I said, I need to hop on it and, yeah. and, and my little tidbit to it, you know. Uh, whatever we decide next week, I'll try to bring you on ahead of time. I'll let you guys know, both of you guys know what our topic is before we jump on, okay? But uh for everyone at home watching this, Fatal J, Prime's not an anime guy. Are you an anime guy? To the core, since I was seven. I'm years an anime old. guy. I just been out of it. I just. I, uh, it. I get it. Okay, but when you tell me you've been out of it, that means you're not really part of the core. Mike, you know I mean? Mike, Mike, Mike. <laughs> let me tell you, you something. You. Mike, let me tell you something real quick. I know you're trying to end the show. Uh, 
I was seven years old. We used to have a, a VHS rent store. Okay. Yeah. My mom, if I did good in school, every Friday she would take me there. I could rent games and I can rent uh, uh, VHS tapes. Okay. What, what, what fucked up anime did you see at way too early of an age? The first anime I seen. That and LP, why was it Ninja Scroll? L How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, it's your age, baby. It's your age. It's that Ninja Scroll. It just got us. It just got us. Bro. Okay, I said, okay, cool. A ninja is probably like Ninja Turtles. This is my seven-year-old mind. I popped that bad boy in. My mom and dad, they're asleep. Everybody now sleep. I'm seeing boobs. I'm seeing <laughs> blood. I'm seeing yeah. killing. I'm seeing demons. Yeah. I said, I like this anime stuff. <laughs> <laughs> bro, that was the no. first anime I ever saw was Ninja yeah. Scroll, bro. And you know yeah. what? My very yeah, my very very first anime that I saw it was Akira. That was my yeah. very that very was my first second one. one. I yeah. saw yeah. that on Akira TV. Was my first one. I saw that so, on TV because it used to be on the Sci-Fi Channel called Fatal Saturday Fatal Anime. Holy, holy holy shit, Fatal J! I also saw Akira at six thirty in the morning on Sci-Fi Channel. Didn't know anime. what it was, yep. and it was the scariest thing I had ever seen. There was <laughs> babies and milk and a man flying. <laughs> Yeah. Terrifying, and yeah. I said, I gotta get me into that anime, I gotta yeah. get me more of that. Ever since then, I've been hooked, man. I've been and hooked. then Fist of the North Star was my second, and once yeah. I saw Fist of the North Star, I was like, It's a wrap. And this it's, is the this is this is the kicker by anime, it just throughout the years is getting better, it's just getting better. Attack on Titans, I know oh, that's my so number hard. one show of so all good. time, bro. I gotta start Michael watching. We were talking before the show that uh, the Gundam series just ended its first season. That yeah. finale was amazing. The after yeah. credit scene made me scream at the TV because I wasn't expecting it. Uh, apparently, season two is coming in April, right around the corner. Oh, my God. Yes. Um, Trigun just started. Super started. good. I had yeah. one gripe, but super good. This is really good. Yeah. Really good. Uh, uh, so many things right now in anime. My Hero Academia is doing great. Uh, oh. Apparently, uh, Demon Slayer is coming back in a few months. And oh my, my, God, hero, my Hero Academia and uh, One Punch Man. Why are they really showing DC and Marvel how to make superhero genre? Oh, I, I was just about to say that Prime. If you want to know, if you want to see what like a nothing hero team to amazing My Hero Academia, they bridge the gap between Marvel and DC heroes in a very fun anime way. But it's the it's the best storytelling of an i mean it's the best x-men story going on right now prime one punch man and my hero that's like marvin dc at his peak okay really? you need go on to, no no yes prime go on to hulu watch the first season of one punch man and don't and tell us afterwards if it wasn't the best thing you've seen in a while exactly. then watch the first season of my hero academia say the same thing watch just one season of each that's all you need. And you'll be like, damn, I'm back into anime. I don't think you should tell him to watch these shows because he's got responsibilities. You can't just watch one season of this. You're going to lose a whole weekend. You got to feed know kids and I, stuff. I'm going to watch it because I look at that. Look, like I said, I got stuff to watch. Y'all giving me stuff because like, yeah, my slate is clean. So I didn't really okay. pretty much caught up a lot of stuff. Y'all feeding me anime and I got to get back into anime. I've been out of it. Do it. I okay. really have. Do it. And Prime, I really want to get back into Prime, it. You love the super superhero genre. So listen to Taylor. One Punch Man and My Hero. Just check them two out by itself because you love the hero genre. Bro, you're going to be like, dang, Marvin DC need to step it up. <laughs> they need to step, step it up. up anyway, because the comics <laughs> are trash. <laughs> Real talk. All right. All right. On that note, 
Thank you all for joining us this week, everybody. Uh, thank you for supporting us on Patreon, for those of you who do. And if you don't support us and you want to help us out, head over to Patreon. There's a bunch of different tiers. We've got some new shows coming out at the end of this month. we got a, a new movie review show and a, and a show dedicated uh, solely to comic books uh, that will be debuting on Wednesdays and Fridays at the end of this month. We're still working on an anime show and a gaming show, but right now we've got uh, four shows for the TCN channel that will be live the last week of this month going forward. So fantastic news for everybody. I have been your host, Taylor Murphy, my co-host, Michael Centel. Thank you to our Patreon supporters for helping us do what we do. And if you are sitting at home and you like what we do, scan that QR code, like, subscribe to this channel, check us out on all the various platforms, and we will see you all next week. Bye.